it can be so challenging to stand in our truth, right? Like it's so, so challenging to live our lives the way we want because usually it means going out of our comfort zone. Usually it means, you know, being vulnerable and standing in the arena like Brene Brown talks about. Welcome to the Live Your Fuck Yes Life podcast, your place for all things health, wellness, self-care, and real talk. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, health coach, actor, and badass extraordinaire. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought with some serious real talk to help you find your passion, speak your truth, and get you one step closer to living your fuck yes life. Are you ready? Here we go. Hey, 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 you guys. Welcome to episode 60, 6-0. Holy fuck. <laughs> um, we are closing out this month with a solo episode about something that I have really been rediscovering and re-implementing in my own life. And I wanted to share it with you guys because it's made such an impact in such a short amount of time. And that is all things values. Now, I know you probably have heard this word a million times, but today I'm going to walk you through a system that will allow you to uncover what your true values in life are so you can start showing up authentically in every aspect of your life accordingly. It has completely transformed the last few weeks for me, and I have seen it work firsthand in my life, and so I'm like, I got to share it with the audience because they're going to eat this shit up. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Today, I want to talk to you guys about values, and I know that this is probably a topic that you've heard thrown around, that you've thought about before, especially if you have done any work in the self-development space, which if you listen to this podcast on the regular, you've done a shit ton of that, Um, but I think that there is so much that is unsaid and unspoken when it comes to the power of actually living into our values and not just living them, but actually uncovering them in the first place. Um, when I started my, you know, dip dip, I guess, a full, it felt like a full cannonball really into personal development um, because I had never done any before. And I started my business and I was like, well, fuck, I guess I got to start up leveling my mindset and stuff. And one of the first things that I did was read books that were attached to values, specifically Danielle Laporte's The Desire Map, which if you have read it, you know, it is quite a deep dive and it's like part reading all about why she goes through the process she navigates and then part workbook to help you uncover your core desired feelings, which to me also is quite linked to values. Um, But really it's about how you want to feel on the daily and how you want to show up accordingly in your life. And I mean, I read that book three and a half years ago and it blew me wide open because I had been really, really living a life according to imposed values. And I didn't even realize because, you know, so often like we think, oh, what are the things that are important to us? You know, and we go very surface level or what we believe we should be saying. Right. So family, love, health, uh, yada, yada. And we don't actually do the inner work attached to uncovering what our true values are. 
And I think that this, this is such a disservice to our hearts because when we don't truly know what is important to us and what is at the core of who we are, um, it makes it really, really hard to show up in our lives accordingly and make decisions and move from a place of authenticity, right? It, it, forces us to, when we actually know our values and truly do the work, it forces us to get uncomfortable and to truly show up when we don't want to (laughs) Um, and to focus on behaviors that are going to move us forward and towards the space that we want to feel and towards the best and highest version of ourselves instead of staying stuck right? It takes so much strength to move in that direction. But if we don't know what direction we're moving in, then our actions aren't going to be aligned, right? And so we constantly are going to feel like we're just running around like a chicken with our head cut off, which is where I spent so much of my early mid-20s, you know, moving towards because I was just a hot mess express. And um, as Hannah B. likes to say, um, for all you Bachelorette fans, um, you know, and it was just like, okay, I don't, know why I'm moving this way and I wasn't clear and my list of values you know or what I thought my values were were a mile a minute long and I have been really really throughout my so I'm going to be referencing Brene Brown a lot today because I have been I mean she has been with me along this journey (laughs) Brene if you're listening I love you girl um because she's really she's really changed the game for me in the way in which I perceive things. I mean, I remember reading Gifts of Imperfection, like one of the first, it was one of the first personal development books I ever read. It was her first book and it broke me wide open because I had spent my whole life being a perfectionist. And if you are a perfectionist, like go read this book right now. I'll put in the show notes for you guys. Um, And all of her books have done that for me as well. And what I think she constantly comes back to right? She always is about, she's all about rumbling with vulnerability and showing up courageously in your life and daring to move forward, right? Um, Even when it's hard, especially when it's hard and when we don't want to. And I think while she deals with so many incredible topics, something I really find that she constantly comes back to is this concept of values. And it is one that I hadn't really reevaluated for a couple of years and I want you to take this opportunity to go on this journey with me because recently I came back and did some work on uncovering what my values actually are and how I want to be showing up on a day-to-day basis. So before I even started this interview, I was like, okay, or interview, combo with you guys, coffee chat, whatever the fuck. Let's just pretend like we're having coffee right now because this is totally something I would talk to you about <laughs> if we were grabbing coffee in real life. Um, but according to the Oxford English Dictionary, values are principles or standards of behavior, one's judgment of what is important in life. And you know, Brene Brown d- defines it a little more simply, and she says a value is a way of being or believing that we hold most important. And what I think is so, so, so accessible to that is it's it's not just saying it, right? It's not just saying these are my values and then moving from there. It's actually showing up and practicing them every single day, right? I am a totally a, a person that I say a lot of things. I teach 
a lot between the podcast, um, you know, all of my my courses with my clients. I am constantly preaching, you know, to what I believe is the best path for my clients, depending on what their needs are. And, you know, I also do this from a from a wellness standpoint a lot. And I think so often, you know, it's it's easy to preach. It's easy to say, this is what, you know, this is what I do, but it's not so easy to practice and actually do what you say you want to do, right? How often have you found yourself saying, you know, it's really important for me to, you know, lose lose X amount of pounds, or it's really important for me to, you know, be able to get this job, but then you don't actually do the things you need to do in order to get there and achieve those goals, right? We can profess that we want something. We can shout out to the universe and manifest all we want, but if we're not taking action and practicing what we preach, nothing's going to happen, right? We need to walk our talk. And the way I think that we are able to truly do this is when we are actually clear about what our values are. Because if we're just preaching and trying to walk our talk that we don't actually care about and that doesn't resonate for our hearts because they all beat at such an individual pace, right? And they all have different desires, then nothing is going to come from it, (laughs) like period. And I think that so often, you know, we just don't know what those are because we aren't willing to do the work. So what I want to give you permission for and also empower the fuck out of you to do right now is whether you are on a walk in the car, in the shower, or sitting down with a cup of coffee with me right now. I'm well, if you know me, I'm not actually drinking coffee, I'm drinking tea. Currently have this amazing white tea from David's Tea. If you have not been to David's Tea, go check out Buddhist Blend. This is totally not sponsored, but you know, hey David's Tea, you want to sponsor me? Um Buddhist Blend is the best. It's my favorite. Literally, I have a tub like the size of my head. Um and it's a white tea and it's just the best ever and I love it so much. So having tea with you guys right now. Okay. So you have to do the upfront work. And some of that, and a lot of that is actually naming what our values are and truly what they are. Okay. So, um, if, if we can't name them, we can't live them. Right. So, um, I, I also want to take a a minute to say something. So something that Brene shares about values is that she has a lot of people coming up to her and saying, well, do you want me to identify my professional values or my personal values? And I so agree with her on this point. Like, I believe that we only have one set of values. We don't shift our values based on context, right? Ultimately, what is at the center of our heart and what is most important to us, it goes and and is totally applicable to everything that we share. And what I also really resonate with is um, how she identifies and empowers everyone to choose two values. And I think this is where I think a lot of people really don't succeed. Well, you know, whatever your version of success is, but I think that it makes it really challenging when we're like, well, this is important to me and this is important to me and I, and this is important to me, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, great. But ultimately, like, what are your true values? Like, what are the values that when you really, really, really sit down, like are the core of your being? So I'm going to just say a list of values 
And I want you to, if you can, close your eyes. And I want you to just like take note of when your heart beats a little faster when you hear a word or when you feel more compelled to a word or two or maybe more. Um, Okay, so let's all take a deep breath together. (sighs) Accountability, achievement, adaptability, adventure, ambition, authenticity, balance, beauty, belonging, career, caring, collaboration, commitment, community, compassion, connection, contentment, contribution, cooperation, courage, creativity, curiosity, dignity, diversity, environment, efficiency, equality, excellence, fairness, faith, family, forgiveness, freedom, friendship, fun, generosity, grace, gratitude, growth, harmony, health, home, honesty, hope, humility, humor, independence, initiative, integrity, intuition, joy, kindness, knowledge, leadership, learning, legacy, love, loyalty, nature, openness, optimism, parenting, patience, peace, perseverance, power, pride, recognition, reliability, resourcefulness, respect, risk-taking, safety, security, self-expression, serenity, service, simplicity, spirituality, success, teamwork, time, tradition, travel, trust, truth, understanding, uniqueness, vision, vulnerability, wealth, wholeheartedness, wisdom. Okay, so I want you to take note of the words that really stuck out to you. If you can, write them down. And you'll probably notice that anywhere from, you know, 8 to 15 words really struck you. But I want you to take those and really, really, really look at them or, or think about them and bring them into focus for two of them. This was a really challenging exercise for me to do too, you guys. So I'm right there in, in, in with you. But some of the words that, you know, really jumped out at me included adventure, community, connection, courage, creativity, family, freedom, health, honesty, joy, and wholeheartedness. Those were the ones that just really bounced from the page. And when I got down to two, it was really clear that courage and connection were the root of all things that I care about. And what's so interesting is when you really get down to the two of them, you'll notice that the other ones that you, you know, had popped out, they kind of go seamlessly in that too, right? Um, 
and having, I mean, so many of these freedom, adventure, honesty, like they take so much courage and, you know, community and family and joy are part of the connection piece for me. Right. And so I, I really, really encourage you to share. And I would love to hear in our Facebook community, like, what are your two words? <laughs> um, because I think this can be so powerful to just not only name for ourselves, but also name, you know, to the world or share on, on Instagram and, and tag Amanda Catherine Loy, tag me so that I can shout you out once this podcast goes live. Um, but it really like having these so crystal clear has made such a difference for me these past few weeks. And it's allowed me to move from a space of true authenticity to myself because I am fully standing in my values with everything I'm facing. And that has been a really big shift that I didn't expect to just, just to happen by naming my values and actually getting really, really clear on where I'm at right now. And also like, if you think you are clear with your values, I would encourage you to, you know, get clear again, because I think so often we expect ourselves to stay the same and we are constantly growing, right? Humans, we are in growth at all times. I believe that, or we're dying. So, you know, your values are probably going to be shifting as your life changes too. So just food for thought. Um, so yeah. So again, oh my gosh. So once then we have our values, right? So now it's from, okay, actually starting to implement them into our behaviors. And I think this is where most people stop, right? They name their values, but then they don't actually practice them. And you know, it can be so hard for me to watch. And I see this happen over and over with my clients. It's like, okay, this is what I value, but I'm not going to put them into practice. And I think that it can be so challenging to stand in our truth, right? Like it's so, so challenging to live our lives the way we want because usually it means going out of our comfort zone. Usually it means, you know, being vulnerable, and standing in the arena, like Brene Brown talks about. And, you know, I practice this every day and it's never gotten less scary. You know, I mean, it may get easier because it becomes a practice, but, you know, being my value of courage, it literally calls me to stand up and speak out for my beliefs all the time. It calls me to share vulnerably with you guys on here and on Instagram and, you know, every which way. It calls me to call people out. <laughs> it calls me to have hard conversations when I I feel um, like there's not being a just response. Um, it it causes me to be vulnerable. It causes me to stand up for you know stand up in front of of other humans and call people out for them having uh, racist or homophobic or sexist opinions. And I, I don't do this because I believe I'm better than. I do it because I have uh, I have this belief that I need to be showing up courageously, right? And would it be so much easier for me to just keep quiet and not share about all of the things I share about on the daily? Of course. Of course. It would be so much more comfortable and easy. But courage is literally one of my most important values in the world. And so... I have to show up like I I have to show up in order to be me so I'm going to and 
I'm not going to be quiet. And ultimately, it's not my job to be to make others more comfortable or to be liked, right? It is my job to be fully myself and constantly practice courage over comfort by speaking my truth. So, you know, that's one piece. And and connection is the other one for me. And, you know, this can also be uh, really tough to constant. I mean, I, I have felt, and this goes back to my, the root of a lot of fear-based connection, right, is um, that I spent so much of my life identifying and being a people pleaser. And I see this over and over again in my clients too. I, uh, I work with a lot of women who they put themselves last a hundred percent. Like, let me know if you feel this way. Cause I know you probably do if you're listening to this. Um, you know, it's like we put everyone first, we say yes to everyone else, but ourselves. And, you know, I lived that way for years for years and years and years and because I felt like that gave me a sense of connection but what I realized is that it's really a false sense of connection and for me I had to get clear on why connection was important to me and what aspects of it were and for me my love language is quality time it's having intimate really one-on-one beautiful connection pieces and so in my personal life you know with my partner my husband Um, and you know, all of the, um, all of my friends and my family, like I make intentional connection time, whether I am, you know, it's like with my weekly date nights with my husband where we put our phones away and it is fully connected or, you know, making intentional trips to visit my friends and spend quality one-on-one time with them. Connection with myself, right? Which is so huge and putting myself first before I start my day. I mean, every single morning, I have carved out and prioritized a chunk of time to pour into me, to move my body, to journal, to read something inspiring, to really fuel myself so I can pour out from the overflow. And I know that that's part of the connection piece too, right? Um, And so not doing all those things would be so, so easy. And it's how I lived my life for a very long time because I felt like I had to constantly be showing up for other people. And my connection piece was f- constantly feeling drained and not um, that I, w- I wasn't truly receiving what I needed. And so having n- not just having the clarity, but also acting with with the values that you have chosen in mind is so, so incredibly important. So here's a fun way that we can actually go through this exercise. And this is something that Brene Brown shares in one of her books. And I think it's so helpful to really take it and break it down this way. So let's go through this adventure together. Okay. So in order to really break this down, I want you to think of your two values. So mine, again, are courage and connection. So looking at value number one. So for me, it's courage. I want you to on a piece of paper or just thinking about it if you're out and about, um, think about number one, what are three behaviors that support your value that you can be doing every single day? So for example, when I worked through this, I said choosing courage over comfort, deep honesty, even when it would be easier not to face, and vulnerably sharing online. Those are three ways, three behaviors that support my value of courage. Okay, number two, what are three slippery behaviors that are outside your value? So for me, I wrote holding back out of fear, putting myself last, and hiding. Okay, and then the last one, what's an example of a time when you were fully living into this value? 
And I wrote January 2018, I fully live this value when I went to get tested for the BRCA gene. For me, that was a divine act of courage and one that completely changed my life. But I was choosing courage finally over comfort, right? So again, walking through your value. So pick your your first value, write down or think about what are three behaviors that support your value, three slippery behaviors that are outside of your value, and what's an example of a time when you were fully living into this value. And then we're going to do it again for value number two. So whatever your second value is, I want you to write that down or think about it. So mine, again, is connection. And we're going to go through the three points again. So what are three behaviors that support your value? So I wrote fostering deep and honest conversations and time spent with loved ones, sharing my truth openly, and intimacy with my husband. Okay, so that's the behaviors that support my value. And then what are three slippery behaviors that are outside your value? So I wrote looking away when situations get tough, not engaging when there is a difference in opinion, holding up by myself and staying keeping small. And then number three, what's an example of a time when you were fully living into this value? And I wrote this memory that means a lot to me. And I was um, walking the Giants Causeway in Ireland with Kev. Um, We went a couple of years ago to Ireland and uh, my husband and I took the afternoon to ourselves. I was traveling with my family too. And we hiked this incredible hike on the Giants Causeway, which if you've ever been to Ireland or ever go to Ireland, like it's the best thing you, you will ever do is do this hike. And I remember so vividly how wonderful it was to just take that time for us and we had incredible conversations we were you know really connecting and it just felt like this really powerful shift and moment in our relationship that I will remember forever and that was an example of a time when I was fully living into that value I think getting clear on not just what the behaviors are or aren't that you could be doing that are in line with this value, but actually being clear on a moment when you fully felt like you were in that can help you click back in, right? Because I don't know about you, but I'm a very tactile person. And so when I think about those moments, like I'm transported back there and I remember how I felt, I remember what my body was like, and that helps me get back into that space. And um, so I really empower you to take the time to not only just think about a moment, but really embody that moment so that you can, you know, relive it and refine it and really find that power. Okay. And then the next piece that Brene Brown deep dives into is the importance of having people in your arena, right? So she talks about this quote by Theodore Roosevelt about, you know, fully being in the arena and that's how you show up vulnerably in your life. But What I loved about this piece is she talks about having seats in the arena and those two most important seats being empathy and self-compassion. And I love how she breaks this up because, you know, empathy is a very important thing and, and it's not sympathy, not to be confused for that, but it's, you know, it's when people show you and basically say to you, I see you, I hear you, I, I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to listen and ask questions and be there to support you. Um, we all have this ability, but um, I think it's so important when we are, especially when we are in a shame spiral or we are feeling especially vulnerable, that we think about the people that are, you know, really, really showing up in our lives with empathy and that are sitting in those seats in our arena, right? 
And we only really need one or two people who know our values and support um, support us putting them into action. So first of all, I want you to think about who is someone that who knows your values and supports you know your efforts to live with them. For me, first and foremost, always my husband. Um, and um, and you really only need one person in your arena in that way in that seat. Um, and if you have more than more than that, kind of have like a plethora of of chairs in the background. That's amazing. Um, but you know, just getting really clear on who those people are, and then asking yourself what does support from this person look like, right? So. To me, it looks a lot like love and encouragement, um, deep honesty, boundary setting, and uh, you know, occasionally calling me out when they don't understand or support um, a decision I'm making if it's out of alignment with my values. Um, you know, so that's the first piece, and then the second piece of it is self compassion, which is where I think most of us struggle the hardest. Right? We tend to rely on other people to find that support. Right. Um, and we, we rarely look uh, at ourselves to be able to be self-sufficient in this life. And self-compassion can be really challenging. Um, but when it comes down to it, I think it can often be the simplest thing if we just really, truly listen to what our basic needs are. So for me, self-compassion is drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, eating healthy foods, exercising and, you know, making time and connection a priority in my life. Um, so, you know, when you're not living inside of your values, you're not, you're not supporting yourself and acting from a place of self-compassion. So thinking about, okay, what are the warning signs when, when you're not living, when you're living outside of your values, right? You're not living a part of them. For me, it's like, I stop setting good boundaries. Um, I start eating less well foods. Um, I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm binging more on Netflix. I put myself last more often than putting myself first. Um, and then getting clear on what it looks like when you are living into your values. Right. Um, so for me, because courage is a big part of that, it can often be like a still challenging. And, and I think that's where, I think that's where a lot of us fall short, right. Is we think that living inside of our values means that everything is hunky dory. And I think that is the farthest thing from the truth, I think that ultimately it brings us more peace. When we're living inside of our values, we are at peace because we truly feel like we are showing up as ourselves. Um, and sometimes that can mean joy, right? Um, but sometimes it can mean having hard conversations. Um, it can mean making decisions that are really tough uh, and and finding the strength in that, right? Um, so yeah, I think it's so, so, so key. And so those are the three steps, really. It's getting clear on what our values actually are, right? Is figuring out how to live inside of them and then finding the people in our lives who sit in that arena, whether they are our empathy, you know, like supporters or our self-compassion within ourselves um, so that we can truly, truly live out our lives from a state of authenticity. And that is the greatest gift, it really is when we can fully show up as ourselves and be present in that way. Um, it's so life changing, and you know, I think that this work is is work. It takes time, but I want you, if you are not currently, you know, somewhere where you could write this down, I want you to come back to this episode and 
go through this again. Sometimes we just need to actually take a pen to paper and really take action. And I don't normally ask that of you guys, but I really want you to take that time for yourself today and share what your what your words are. Share what you learned in our, in our Facebook community. Tag me on Instagram so that I can shout you out. Um, we are in this together, and I hope you know that I I really really strive to live my life in the arena. And um, I think that there is nothing more courageous and more scary (laughs) than doing that on the daily. But that is why I am so passionate about this podcast and about the work I do in the world. Because to me, standing in the arena means that someone else can feel, ooh, I'm getting emotional, Ah, that someone else can feel the courage to do the same. And can show up for themselves fully and truly stand in their truth instead of hide um, because I know what it's like to be there. And so just know that I'm in your corner at all times and uh, I'm just so grateful for you on this journey. So yeah, that's what I got. And there you have it. Uh, I love you guys so much and I am just so fucking grateful. How are we 60 episodes in? I still can't believe it and I just love you guys to the moon and back again over over and over and over and for all of the stuff we chatted about and that I referenced in today's show notes um, check them out there at amandacatherineloy.com forward slash podcast forward slash 60 um, and yeah if I really want to hear you guys what you think your, those values are. If you need to go back, um, just scroll back on today's um, episode and listen through those words again and write them down. Write the two that really, really, really connect. If you write more than that and then get clearer, get get really clear. It took me like a while. <laughs> I think I wrote like eight or 10 um, and then had to you know siphon it down. So, And I would love to hear in our Facebook community, shout it out there, shout it out on Instagram um, to make sure to tag Amanda Catherine Loy so I can see your words and reflect your truth back to you. Um, and yeah, I'm so excited to, to see all of that and to share in this journey with you guys. And until next week, I'll see you guys on the flip side. Bye-bye.